1: United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Sorry, it's late. Uh, Sorry, it's late. Uh, 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 Sorry, it's late. What? What? Yo, what is good, my people, Dems? As you heard in my little freestyle, sorry this motherfucker late, but welcome to the home of Melanin, Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. This is Get the Belt Podcast and I'm your host, Miles Hart. And that's Miles with a Y because mother didn't bring me into this world to be no form of measurement for nobody. OK, how are we all doing yet? Yeah, sorry, it's late. I had shit to do and I got Usher caught up, baby. I got Usher caught up. But here I am. We are back ready to give you another episode. So I'm going to get straight into it with Word of the Week. Now, my Word of the Week is, if you have to let down someone else to be there for you, let them down. Yeah, I've told you before, it's not just a word. I'm not coming in with yeses and sometimes it might just be a single word, but this is this is not that. This is many many words. Many, 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 many words have faith in me. I don't know the damn words cuz I don't really listen to 50 Cent no more. Anyway, if you have to let someone else down to be there for yourself, let that motherfucker down. Okay. Now, I've spent the majority of my early years because of, you know, my household, the, the fact it was a black household, very traditional, very what we say goes. I remember asking one of my uncles, what if dad said the sky is green? My uncle said that then that means, son, that the sky is green and you don't question it. Fuck that. I might have to let you motherfuckers down. I really might have to let daddy down and let him know, actually, the sky in this here in London is grey. Yes, it's not blue sometimes, but I have to let them. You, you have to let people down. You have to let people down in order to be there for yourself. And the times that you find yourself not letting people down and making them content, but you are now having to jeopardize, you know, things that you want to achieve, things you want to do, uh, jeopardize and sacrifice happiness and authenticity and fulfillment to make someone else happy. What, what, what? Do you want a medal? Well, well done. Well done. They... They're great. They're feeling great. They're satisfied. And you what? You want to wear the cape of, you know, Captain Saberho. Meanwhile, you're struggling. Are they letting you? Are they letting you down? Are they letting you down? Making you feel a kind of way so that they can be happy? No. They ain't doing that. In fact, in fact, let me take that back. Yes. Yes, they are. They're letting you down by not giving you the space and the grace to do what you want to do. Okay, so this goes again. A lot of the word, the majority of the word of the weeks that we have on the show, you can apply them to absolutely anything. Oh, not my therapy reminder, girl. You can apply them to absolutely anything in your life, be it your career, relationships, (sighs) goals that you have. You can relate it to absolutely anything. And I want us to take this word into 2023 and the times that you felt over the years, especially this year, um, 2022, that you've, you know, put yourself on the back burner. While letting other people be happy because of something that you've had to let yourself down with. No, this year. I don't want to say let's be selfish, but let's really practice self-love. Let's really practice self-love when it matters. Self-love isn't you letting yourself down and not being there for you to make everyone as happy, to make everyone else be content and fulfilled. And then you go home and you do a face mask and smoke a spliff. Or you go and pour yourself a drink or, I don't know, touch yourself or, you know read your book of course those are all ways of self-love but that's it's a very minute it's a very small 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 way of practicing self-love but when you're out there in the big wide world amongst other people amongst other energies amongst you know establishments or or whatever your peers your friends your family put your this year put yourself first this year choose you this year let them down and if they're real ones, if they're real G's, if they're real gangster, if they're ride or dies, if they're Bonnie and Clyde's and all of them ting there, more time in that moment, they might feel a bit. ooh ah this is, you know, you've let me down. But more time if they're really here for you and they love you. Yeah, they're not in the long run going to be long da- uh, let down. In the long run, they're probably going to be like, you know what? I can see how happy, you know, taking this job is going to make you. I can see how, you know, giving up meat and you becoming vegan is going to inconvenience me when I'm putting the cow foot in the goosey. But you know what? You're fulfilled. and I love that you're doing what you want and you're your own person and you're living in your truth. I love the fact that you have brought home somebody of the same sex. Because you're doing you and if it makes you happy, I'm happy. I love the fact that you want to go out and be a lawyer, even though all of us are in the entertainment industry, because that serves us and that's what we want to do. But you taking that leap to do what you want to do makes us happy. And in fact, it probably is going to inspire motherfuckers that are doing the same thing you've been doing. It becomes a cycle. Everyone is just not doing what they want to do. And we've got one fucking life. We've got one life, yeah? One. Why spend it trying to make other people happy? If what you do, makes you happy and you living in and living in that and perpetuating that and and really embodying that when you go around places in your truth doing what you want to do that fulfills you the destiny that god gave you that's going to bring joy to other people that will make people who truly l- love you and care for you that will make them happy people that don't really want you to fulfill the, the you know the assignment that god has given you they ain't never going to be happy and they're not for you. And you'll please them. You'll only please that kind of person by straying from the path that God has laid out for you to do. In you straying from your purpose and your truth, you make those motherfucking, those motherfucking haters happy. The people that are around you and watch you doing nothing but your you know your path and staying in your lane and doing what makes you happy those people are going to be the people that when you know satan comes to play and has you acting out of character has you you know tempted to sacrifice bits of yourself and let down yourself to make other people happy and you know come out of your lane to make other people happy the real the real ones are going to be there nudging you back in from the sidelines going nah this ain't you fam remember let's stay on track they're the ones that are going to elevate you and help you go further. So fuck the people that, you know, want you to do something that, that want you to do or be or take certain things that aren't innately yours or divinely meant for you. That don't enrich your soul. That don't make your, your pussy or your dick tingle. Yeah? Fuck them motherfuckers. Because you're going to be making them happy out of a, of, out of a dark place. Whereas the people that see you doing what you want to do and living in your truth, no matter how hard it is. They're the people that are going to make you doing you easier. So let me go back. I can't remember because it was it was a long word still. And yeah, I could have made it shorter, but we move. Um, yeah. Th- let down people. Look at me. Can't remember. Let down people. That. Don't want you. it was too long oh i might have to rewind i don't know but you get you get the motherfucking gist basically put yourself first that's all i'm saying is put yourself first practice true self-love and start letting people down that don't want you to be that don't want you to do you basically Now, I'm not saying go out here and start banging people up and, you know, oh, well, I don't like this person. So I'm going to run up on them, egg their house and knock on their door and box them. That's not what I'm telling you to do. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you fulfilled. And don't stray from that just because you don't want to disappoint someone, because you're only going to be disappointing yourself in the long run. When you're when you're laying on your deathbed or you're looking back at your life, And you've got to the point in your life where you know who you are. You're going to have real negative feelings about the times where you were putting motherfuckers before you to please them when really they didn't want what was best for you. Do you know what I mean? And we see it a lot, especially in like, you know, black families when they, you know, people want to not be a lawyer, not be a doctor, not do mainstream things. And their family members out of fear, more time is out of fear. Or unknown are like, no, 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 don't do this. Do this, do this. We've been doing this for years. Your cousin, your sister, you're this. I am this. And no, that's great. I love that for you. I love that for you, which is why I'm supporting you in it. But support me in what I want to do, man. And if you can. I said so long. Farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again, oh Chile. Um, so yeah, by the time this has come out, Christmas has come and gone very much come and gone. Uh, it was a good time. I went to Bristol, saw some family members, it was cute. Uh, drank, a not too much though. I feel like I was really saved this year. I didn't do do as much as I normally would. Definitely drinking from early, but normally in our family, like I said in the last episode, we've got at least 10 plus people in one place, but this year it was really quite spread out. And I feel like that was the case with many people. Like a lot of my friends were like, yeah, like everyone was really doing their own things or with their immediate family or whatever. So I feel like that was a kind of collective thing, but I had a good Christmas, um, came back, got a little bit sick, which was a shame. Uh, But I'm better. I'm back at work. Um, I had a really it was just really cute. Let's just say that it was just really cute. I needed that downtime to not be running up and down a stage or running up and down a shop or personal training people. I just needed time to just just breathe again, breathe again. Shout out to Tony Braxton, living legend. Love Tony Braxton. Um, Yeah, it was it was cute, but again we're very much in that in between stage which everyone talks about the what do we do we work i go back to work i don't have that luxury anymore of being like oh let's just sit and laze and do nothing and enjoy the leftovers now very much back to work which which i'm blessed to do because there's people out there that don't have something to go back to so i'm blessed especially in this cost of living so if you're working like me and you're thinking, oh, shit, like I wish I was just at home lazing. Some people are lazing and will be lazing until they get a paycheck. So in this cost of living, be grateful you've got you've got some kind of income. Be grateful. That's 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 how I'm trying to think, because otherwise me, I'm sending you a four page letter. And it's because I resign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Let's get into this week's melanin magnificence. My Melanin this week goes out to a young 14-year-old boy by the name of Jonah Jonah Larson, um, who is from the States, who is a crochet prodigy. Now, I came across this video earlier this week uh, from BMT Stories, and uh, it's a little video of him explaining how he's a badass motherfucker. Who? Okay, he didn't say that because he's a young boy, but he's a badass, yeah, who, in his words... Beats to the pace of his own drum, yeah, or walks to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> and he is an aspiring surgeon. Uh, and a badass crocheter. He knitted this one hat. I'll put the link to this little video, this reel, in in the bio. This hat took him forty five minutes. He's at one of the heads in the crocheting community. He says that the, the 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 crocheting community is very kind um in fact let me let me get it up for you so you can hear what he says because he's just giving me future prime minister vibe he's saying he's gonna wor- work as a surgeon and he hopes to improve people with hand dexterity um let, let me just let you hear from 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 the kid's mouth himself this ladies and gentlemen this is jonah larson, larson. Be oh. my
2: name is jonah larson and i'm 11 years old and i'm a crochet prodigy I am a fast crocheter. This hat, it took me 54 minutes.
1: You better tell them.
2: I see something in my head before I make it. My flower afghan, I started off with a basic flower pattern. I had to make 800 individual flowers. I marched to the beat of my own drums.
1: Come on, that's it. Chain
2: helps my future. I plan to be a surgeon. Uh Uh-huh. It helps me with hand dexterity. Mm -hmm. And my money... I saved for my retirement.
1: Wise boy. The
2: crochet community is just so kind. They're always leaving encouraging comments, even if they don't like it. Here you go. Uh-huh. My older teenage brother isn't quite so sure about it. Uh-huh. But it's just what I do. I am a full blown 100% crochet, but I do respect those knitters.
1: Uh, my name was a knitter, so... <laughs> but it's just lovely to see a young black boy... Okay, so he said he is 11 in that But he's 14 now So I think it was taken from a while ago Just doing something that Again, living in his own truth I know that back in the day Had I had wanted to do up Knitting or crochet my parents would have been like Don't you dare That's, That's what nanny does That's for girls or whatnot Let me let these sirens go through, child And he's here In a loving, supporting environment Doing what he does best And thriving at it Thriving Because he was allowed That grace to do so And it's it's just it's just for me, it's just wonderful to see. And if you watch the video, you can see some of the amazing thing that he's making um, and the fact that he's doing it to help him, you know, with his career in and his studies of being a surgeon. I just think it's absolutely amazing. Like, I just love to see it, love to see the creativity, love to see the passion, love to see the drive and the thing that he's making. And at one point he said, you know, I see things in my head and then I'll make it. That's a, like, a, that's a, a, at the time, 11 years old, but now he's 14. That's a young boy manifesting, you know? I see it in my head and I'm going to put my hands to it and I'm going to make that motherfucking shit. And I think we can all take a leaf out of, out of his book with that. Like, see something that you want to achieve, make or whatnot and do it. And that young boy at 11 years old, now 14 is very much doing that and to, like, exceptional standards. So I can see him becoming a surgeon. I see it all. I see it all. And we all could be a little bit more like you, Jonah. Jonah Larson. So, yeah, my melanin magnificence goes out to you, you elite crocheter, you. (laughs) (sighs) So let's get into Miles' measures this week. Um...
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush
0: Care. is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its
1: tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig.
0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly coverage with access to a
1: nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short term plans at uh1.com. Unfortunately, lost um, another fashion designer this week, uh, yesterday, actually, uh, Vivian Westwood. Uh, passed away at the age of 81 um apparently she died surrounded by her family in, in peace in south london um i didn't ever really know that much about vivian Westwood or her life so i can't come and pretend on here um all i know is i've got a really lovely pearl necklace of diamantes on it and the outpour of condolences and respect and things of that nature on social media from so many across the world obviously shows aside from all of the shops that she's got around all the people that wear her clothes and her garments and jewelry and whatnot that she was uh an amazing woman and i can imagine there being um a a netflix documentary or something like that because i also find it really i don't know whether interesting is the right word but i find it like Almost awesome that, you know, this lady 81 still lived in in South London, uh, in her house in Clapham. Um, could have obviously moved anywhere in the world, but chose to remain in in South London. Do you get it? So that really does make me interested to find out, like, oh, what like what was the life like? Cause she looks like a real quirky, a real quirky character, a little bit crazy still, but you know, I lost me some crazy. So it'd be nice to, to to find out more. Like, I'm in no urgent rush, but I would definitely be interested to see, you know, how she came to be this powerful fashion house that is Vivienne Westwood today. Um, especially with some of the pictures that I've seen people posting with her, you know, with her bits out. Like, she seemed real. She seemed like a real South London girl, if I'm being honest. She seemed fun, adventurous, and didn't really seem to give a fuck about what the rest of the fashion the ladies in the fashion houses were doing while they were all in garments all covered up or whatnot she was out here with, with with tits out and like crazy um earrings and loud uh fashion statements and you know remaining in south london i wouldn't like to see that so i'm sending my love and condolences to the family and anyone that knew her uh and yeah rest in peace vivian westwood um, so you guys must have must follow or at least seen uh, Stephen Bartlett, uh the mixed race guy, British, um, who's got the CEO of a millionaire, I think it is, CEO, diary of a CEO podcast. And he's had ma- many celebs on there and stuff. And he posts reels and stuff, motivational stuff, controversial stuff, all of that stuff. Um he, I wanted to, like, break down or, like, at least talk or share my thoughts on this post that he did um, a couple days ago about the biggest lessons in 2022. And it's actually just six bullet points. And I just want to go through these with y'all. So the first one was taking no risks will end up being your biggest risk. Yeah, that definitely resonates. That definitely resonates. And it's a scary idea. It's a scary concept. Um, and I guess it kind of really boils down to self-belief, confidence, and vulnerability as well, because there's many, again, like in Word of the Week, this can apply to many different things. It could be a risk with your job, a loved one, uh, moving countries. It could be anything, any risk. It can, that, a risk is a risk. And often like we can stay. I know I definitely have stayed in positions that have been just comfortable, whether they've been good or toxic or beneficial they've probably had a bit of both um uh some more so than others depending on the situation but I definitely have remained in places um and not taken a risk to come out out of more so it's out of fear so I definitely will be taking risks this year and even on like the last podcast I spoke about you know um I think it was the word of the week where I said I'm trying to not be so black and white and trying to do things differently and turn that wheel left. I want to go left when I'm so used to going right. (laughs) I want to go left. Even though I want to go right deep down. But that is kind of ties into this like risk taking. So wait, I'm going to be doing that. Anyway, number two, life's too short to be anything but yourself. If that ain't a word, I don't know what is. Life is too short. Every week we're we're seeing this person died, that person died. Some people die old age. Some, unfortunately, are being taken far too soon. Life is far, far, far too short. And we say this all the time and we say it and we 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 feel like, oh, yeah, we mean it. But then we go and do things that are just would we do it if we knew we were going to die in a week or three days? And not to be a pessimist, but or so morbid, but we really need to be thinking like that and remembering that life is short. Not only when we see an Instagram post about someone passing or we hear someone that we knew or someone that people know that is in our, you know, in our little bubble of our reality that we live in, they've passed away. And just really value, wake up and value the life that you have and know that it's not always guaranteed. So to going back to the thing he said first about taking the risk, you're going to be way more likely to do things and be yourself if if you know that this isn't guaranteed and that this this space we're in is a gift and not, yeah, it's not 100% going to be here tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised. So why be anything but yourself? Because again, like I said in Word of the Week, you're only going to be straying from your path and your truth and doing doing something else other than what is fulfilling your destiny. So be yourself. Number three, this is what helped me come up with the word of the week. So number three is if taking care of yourself means letting someone down, then let someone down. And I stand, stand, stand by that. Sorry, my my iPhone was going off because I'm reading it from Instagram. But yeah, if taking care of yourself means letting someone down, then let someone down. And that's why I spoke about, you know, in Word of the Week, that's how I spoke about self-love and self-care because you're literally taking care of yourself. And if that means letting someone down, then they don't want you to take care of yourself. They don't. They want you to do the opposite to that. And that, that ain't it. Not for my 2023. Number four, your life will be designed by your ability to handle uncertainty. Hmm. Your life will be designed by your ability to handle uncertainty. I am not good at uncertainty. I'm going to let you guys know. I am not good. I feel like I used to be because I was literally uh, like I moved countries at 15 and was everything was uncertain. But I kind of had this belief that I knew I was coming here to do this and do that and do that. And I was going to make it happen. But I was thrown into uncertainty. I didn't know shit. And slowly, I think over the years, as you know, what I thought was going to happen has happened. I've become Certain on the here and now And I'm not uncertain I'm definitely uncertain about What could happen If I stray from this And I'm not good at it So Ooh Your life will be designed By your ability To handle uncertainty But I guess we all just need To get good at handling it Because otherwise what Otherwise where's the growth And I want to grow motherfucker Mmm This ginger tea is life Um Number five That lesson Will repeat itself Until you learn it (coughs) Wow Wow, wow, wow. That lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. I know that's right. I've seen myself in the same predicament so many times. And I'm so proud of myself to say that there are some lessons I have most definitely learned. And it took me too goddamn long, too goddamn long to learn it. And I'm blessed that I'm still here today to now, you know, have unlearned it and live a different life without that lesson always showing up because it was long as fuck. So, guys, again... This ain't this is feeling like word of the week, more so than Mars measures, but I'm measuring up what this celebrity had to say. So yeah. L- that lesson will keep on showing up until you learn it. So do something different. Again, it ties back into the word of the week the other week. Do something different. Cause otherwise it's gonna be the same problem every week, every day, every month, every year, the same shit. And we will be posting up this your new year, new me, new this. No. How about new year, new lessons instead of new year, same lessons that you was doing back in 20, 2002, 2006, 2017, 2000, 2020. Let's do, let's learn this lesson and move on because Omo, are you not bored? Are you not bored and frustrated? Because I was frustrated and now I'm not. And I've got new problems. <laughs> but again, it's more growth with the different problems because there's always going to be problems in life. But at least with the new problems, you're growing and going somewhere. Whereas you stay the same and with the same lesson. You're still vexed, just as vexed as me, but probably vexer than me because you're, you, you're still on the same shit. At least I've got different shit that is molding me differently. Whereas you still, you've not been molded, babes. You're doing the same thing all the time. You're still out here running back to that dirty man that don't care about you. Anyway. Always fix yourself before you fix anyone else. Hi, ye be shatter. I know that's right. I know that's right. Yeah, I just wanted to share this with you guys because it stuck out to me. Made me think about certain things. I feel like he's good at that. Sorry, again, the iPhone. But yeah, just thought I'd break that down with you. Just small, small. Um, I'm not going to give them the belt. Little, not little. Audi Guys of the UK, what was going on in Audi this week? I'd be, I be behind on shit, but I've seen this one reel of people... Acting like a pack of hyenas over this what looked like a cheap lucasade called prime by some influencers or some youtubers and people was in headlocks getting injuries sending out their children to, to 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 you know get beyond the adults and get these bottles of whatever they are I think it's an energy drink hydration drink for 299 or 199 I don't know what in the world is going on? What in the world is going on? Secretly, I want to try one just to see what the hype is, but you ain't never going to catch me in no in no scruff like how these people are. Old and young. Black and white. Thick and thin. All in this queue for this drink. Wow. Wow. Did any of you guys go and get it? If you did, you get the belt. now am joking. <laughs> Oh, so this is a bit annoying. So the UK government have no plans to enforce mandatory COVID tests of arrivals from China. Now, apparently in the news, the, the COVID um, numbers in China have gone up again, even in the UK. In the UK, I'm hearing more talks about it. The other day I was on stage and I really clocked that the audience would not stop coughing. Like there wouldn't be a 10 second gap until someone's doing up <coughs> somewhere. I thought, oh, oh, this is. Scary. I just want the UK to learn from the, from the first time. Like like Steve said, yeah? Like Steve said. L- that lesson will keep on happening until it's learned. Please, can we not have another lockdown? Can we not have let's learn from that mistake, bruv, where you didn't want to do up tests. It took you so long to do it. Let's get these tests in, because the same thing is gonna happen again. It's like you want this to happen. And I get the whole become immune to it and we get used to it, but let's slow it down because people are getting sick here anyway. People are getting sick. We don't need more. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. I cannot comprehend it. But that is the UK government. What, what can I comp- You can't make sense out of something that don't make sense. Ciao. <sighs> um, this is another thing I wanted to just talk up with you. So uh, the Forbes magazine released a ranking of the most controversial people in the world. Why was Beyonce on that list? And number 10. The Shade Borough posted 14 of them. And we'll go for number 14 and we'll work our way up. So at number 14 was Mariah Carey. I don't care it. Number 13, John Cena. Now, I'm guessing that was the um, WWF, now called ww else. I haven't watched wrestling in years. But John Cena, I swear that was a, a one white male wrestler. I'm sure it was. I don't know what he did that was controversial, but we move. Number 12, Eminem. Okay, I can get that. A lot of his song lyrics are very, very wild. Talking about raping and, you know, fuck this bitch. Like, very aggressive, very problematic. In one of Nicki's songs, you know, he speaks about, in the Nicki Minaj song, um, is it the thanks that I get for putting you bitches on? Is it my fault that, oh, you bitches gone? What is that song called? I love it. Um, ruh, ruh, like a dungeon dragon. That's it, Roman's Revenge. On his verse, he says something about, you know, he says the word faggot And he says it with vim and chest And it's giving homophobia And I'll cut you in the streets If no one's looking But at the time I just didn't think, any, think anything of it But you know We live in a world now Where I we are hopefully more woke And more aware of the implications And the effects of words And that words have meanings And some people just shouldn't be using Certain words uh, So I get that Number eleven Uh Mohammed, it doesn't say, it says he's dead, male, and Saudi. Okay. 10 Beyonce, I don't get it. How is she controversial? I get she made the flip from mainstream when she had more career and said, you know, my music isn't just for the hits and to, to get white people's votes, but I'm making music that I fuck with, you know, and from Formation and Lemonade, people were like, oh, this is a bit, she's a bit black now and this and that and, you know, she'd be staying in the outer range and she's not giving us the the, the soprano big vocals that we're used to. So that's been controversial amongst the Beehive and the vocalists, honey. But other than that, I get that she's really influential, but I wouldn't say she's controversial. Like she don't walk into her room and I'm like, ugh. Anyway, uh, Kane, wrestler. Mm. I feel like I knew who Kane was. I think he wore like, no, that was The Undertaker. I don't know. Roger Federer, that is the tennis player. Don't get it. Then, number seven, The Undertaker. Why are there so many wrestlers in this here world's most controversial? The fact that R. Kelly isn't in this thing is mad. And he's not above these people either. He's not on this list. He might be below them. But how R. Kelly wouldn't be as controversial as a wrestler from the 90s is, is weird to me. Number six, Britney Spears. Okay, I feel like she is controversial still. Especially on social media, honey. The things that she'd be posting. She's living her best life. She definitely is living her best life. But it's definitely controversial. I don't see anything wrong with it. She's not telling people to do anything wild. Yes, yeah, she gets her body out. But whatever. Free the nipple. Equality. Blah, blah, blah. And if you ain't hurting nobody. And just having a good time. Then let people project their own bullshit somewhere else. But okay, I get it. Number five, Adolf Hitler. Wow, okay, yeah, that, that, that motherfucker was definitely controversial. But then above him at number four is Barack Obama. And I don't see how Barack Obama was more controversial than Adolf Hitler, who literally put people in gas chambers. Masses. Interesting. Number three, here's the gag Jesus. <laughs> now he was controversial. He was controversial. And then number two, we've got uh, Michael Jackson. And the number one was George Bush. Who would have you guys would have put at number one? I definitely wouldn't have said George Bush. I mean, there's a lot of wayward, controversial people in this world now and in history that I could put there. But I don't know about that one. But I thought I'd share that one with you guys. I thought that was interesting. Um, what else is happening today? Oh, so basically... um there was a clip of Amber Rose where she got into a bit of a heated discussion, uh, an argument with Murder Mook over uh, men calling women hoes. I listened to this short clip and it was mainly about, she was saying, if a girl wants to twerk and get paid three grand, let her do that. It's none of her business. And the guy that she was, uh, you know, going back and forth with was like, nah, but what if you knew that that girl could make 10 million in a week? Like she's damaging herself. She's damaging herself. And Amber's point was, if, well, that's her prerogative if she wants to do that then she will do also i don't know if she's going to make a million in a week so i can't just be i'm not psychic i'm not going to say stop doing this doing that if she wants to do what she wants to do she's happy doing it and content let the girl live and they were like nah that's that's, she's degrading herself and she's like stop policing her body if she wants to do it that's fine i agree with amber rose i definitely see the point i see both points on, on you know if she could make 10 million a week Of course, like if it was one of my brethren's, I want the best for them. I'm going to be like, yo, I know you're doing this and you like doing it. But, you know, you could also make 10 million. Like, can you do that on the side? Can you do this way to get the 10 million now and then go back to it? Or at least let them know. But I'm not going to be like, you should be doing this and you're degrading yourself and you're disrespecting yourself. That now is misogyny. That now is something else. That's not wanting the best. That's wanting you to do. That's wanting them to do what you want them to do. And you showing a dislike to them twerking for what reasons? Your own bullshit. You feeling, you know, like you have some kind of ownership over that body to be like, nah, that body shouldn't be doing this. Is is it your business? Is it your business? That's giving misogyny to me. So I see both points and I can meet, I can kind of meet them in the middle on terms of like the financial gain, but the policing of a, of another woman's body and saying she's degrading herself and doing X, Y, and Z, for me, that, that shit will never run. If you want to twerk your ass, girl, hey, Siri, play, you know, Beyoncé, Church Girls, you know. She ain't gonna hurt, she don't want to hurt nobody. She's just trying to do the best she can. Very that. I'm wanting everybody, as soon as I get in this body, I'm gonna let go of this body. And I'm gonna love on me, and if she wants to love on her, shaking her ass and making 3000 Go get your life. Do you. Be happy. And I'm happy for you for being happy. And that's that's the that on that. Trying to think whatever celebrity, celebrity news we had. Um, Israeli politicians are suggesting that doctors could refuse to treat LGBTQ plus patients on religious grounds. Once again, this book, whichever book, whichever book you guys is using. The Bible, the, the Quran, whichever religious book written by a man, a straight man somewhere, probably a DL man somewhere, is having too much power in today's society. Far too much power. Far too much. This book is now putting LGBT, LGBT the, the alphabet zoo, is putting the alphabet zoo in harm's way of potentially being told they can't get surgery or they can't get treatment or they can't get medication for something that could either cause them tremendous pain or end their lives do you not see how that book that is meant to or like spoken of like how this is going to provide life and peace and goodness you're using it to to cause and inflict pain bruv it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and the more and more I talk about these things, I really realize: Do I even want to read these Bibles and that to like, have more understanding? Yeah, I will, so I can come and talk facts, like I did last week, and I use that same book and the same scriptures from that book against these motherfuckers using it for another way for 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 to do fucked up devil shit. I don't think any god, any god would suggest, you know, or want for his people to 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 be denied health and and well-being i don't think so and i definitely don't think that human beings should play god and be like well actually we're not going to treat you because you did x y and z so you're you're hereby basically sentenced to death depending on the severity of the illness that they have wild wild it's just so frustrating it's just so frustrating because so many of you guys are tied to these books and blinded by the books and and at the end of the day, I've said so many times that I'm not religious. I just have a faith because these religious things are all man-made and it's far more complex than that. It's far more complex than that. And like I said last time, if I didn't see Jesus himself write it, I'm going to take what I want. And what I want is not always going to be easy. And sometimes it's going to be things I don't like. And trust me, the things that I believe in have had had me doing stuff I don't necessarily want to do. And they're not that easy, but I have believed it's for the best. It's for the best and not a selfish way. And not a selfish way. Whereas this is, is giving selfish, honey. It's giving selfish. I don't think this. I don't think because the book says, so you are not going to be healed. Or you're not going to get better. And we're not going to give you treatment. It's giving selfish. It's giving me, me, me. And that's not what the book is about. Well, hmm. But yeah, if there's anything that I can do more than, you know, talk about it. And spread awareness of these things that are affecting the alphabet zoo across the world and promoting uh you know peace and and advancement of of love and love for everyone let me know if i can do more but yeah this whole anti-lgbtq plus rhetoric in that region and by all over the world it we really need to to stop this in 2023 let's stop this because i'm going to just be more vocal about this kind of shit and people ain't going to like me because I will I will spit on your book, babe. Okay, ma'am. I'm not going to spit on it because my mum taught me better than that. But I will tell you about that book and how everyone, that book literally has something to cuss out about everyone and will have everyone damned. <laughs> Including me. But yeah, that's that's what's happening over there in, Israeli, in, in Israel, girl. Um, what else did I want to chat about? There's actually not that much here. Ah, Beyoncé has reportedly been paid 24 million to perform at Dubai Hotel ahead of her Renaissance tour. Mixed feelings, me. Mixed feelings. Because I love me some B. Love to see that she's got some stuff to do, some stuff to perform. Obviously, it's not going to be on a tour level because it's, I think it's in a, in a hotel somewhere. So it's not, the, the budget isn't going to be as much as a you know stadium tour. So I'm happy. I'm happy. But also, girl, why are you performing in Dubai? Why are you performing in Dubai? I get you got to get your coins. I get it. I get it. I get it. But in Dubai of all places, I, that was, (sighs) I I just don't like it. I hope it's not a homophobic, you know, a homophobic Muslim out there that cusses people like me out and the majority of your fans out that don't like black people that don't like gays or LGBTQ, LMNOP. I hope that you're not, I hope that we're not giving him nice things because he doesn't deserve them. Yes, take the money, take the money. And when you're there, if anything, use this performance to really, to do church girl and have all the Muslim girls up there twerking. Yeah? Use this opportunity to use, let your music, Beyonce, to teach them lessons. Do a good, good formation. Yeah? Get the gays out in Renaissance, in Alien Superstar. Get the gays out and sell, tell them, you paid me $24 million yeah, this is what you're going to get and you're going to learn today. Allah Akbar, you're going to learn today, okay? In God's name, you're going to learn. Um, hopefully, it's one of the fucking surgeons that want to do up, no, I'm not going to treat you because you, cause you'd be second dick and and, and and you got a pussy and you're looking a pussy, girl. So, another story that has been all over social media uh, is about this Andrew Tate guy. Now, I saw him recently on the internet, on Beyonce's internet where he was being interviewed by Piers Morgan and he had he just had some 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 wild wild views and apparently everyone knew who he was and I was none the wiser to who this motherfucker was. I I never seen him. He ain't been on my timeline like that, but apparently he's been big for a minute. Uh is very much known for um radicalizing millions of young men and boys into extreme misogyny and homophobia um very opinionated very loud very very lad, laddish uh and got into a little bit of beef with the greta thunberg um the 19 year old climate uh change activist um i think he tweeted so he tweeted about having 33 cars, uh, and asked her for an email address so he can send a couple, um, pictures and let her know how grand they are. And she just responded, saying, Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at small energy at getyourlife.com, which I thought was a gag. Um, so he was having this little back and forth with her. This went viral. Uh, her response in, to him via Twitter became one of the most liked tweets of all time. Um, And then he went on to post a video response to uh, Greta where he's in a robe, eating pizza, just being being a dickhead, really. And he was in Romania at the time and Romanian police clocked this video on social media and saw that the pizza boxes he had in front of him let him know whereabouts he was. This video, which he thought would be Obviously, Epic and just the bee's knees ended up with him being arrested. um, For sex trafficking, uh, human trafficking with human trafficking charges, uh, him and alongside his brother, Tristan and police then went to go and raid their luxury villa in connection to that trafficking charge. And I think he's now being held for 30 days. Um, until I don't know they press not press charges but until bail is set or what, not. I don't know, but all I know is that the internet is up in 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 arms in arms of laughter and arms waving around in joy because he's such a prick, and from what I've seen so far and the research that I've put in, he's quite the problematic motherfucker, and it just goes to show if you act up, you will, you will, you will find out that you will really find out. And he thought he was doing the most. He thought he was doing bits with the Versace robe, eating pizza. And you find yourself in jail, hun. You find yourself in jail for human trafficking. All of these things that you've got to say about, you know, the UK being a a disaster, which I'm not saying it's not because it very much is, but you spreading all this hate, making people be, misogynistic and uh, radicalizing people into into home, extreme homophobia and things like that for you to then go and be a, a human trafficker? Am I surprised? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But this is good news for me. I didn't know who the fuck he was. I'm pretty sure. I like to think many other people don't know who the fuck he was. But now people do know and they know that you're a waste man and they know that you've now been arrested. Yeah. I guess it sucks to be you right now. Another good lesson is to be learned here. I hope it is. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show I really do. I don't know who these people are. I knew who Greta was, but I had no motherfucking clue who this light-skinned dude was. He looked light-skinned to me. I don't know. It's getting ambiguous. Um, but we love good news. We love good news. Um. I just really hope that anyone, you know, that has been randomly accusing people from the Alphabet Zoo about grooming children can, you know, direct that anger and hate towards Andrew Tate, who has made millions of boys engage and men engage in extreme misogyny online. Whilst he's been, you know, whilst he's engaging in sex trafficking in real life, like I think that's, I think that's a bit wild but yeah that is that for miles measures so it's now time for get the belt my belt this week goes to all of the white people that were gathered around a pool earlier this week at the mazl sports resort and conference center in south africa um there was a group of young black boys Minding their business, practicing and perpetuating black joy, which seemed to anger many people, many white people, many white men around this uh, pool, that they were soon to, you know, take a cute little dip in it, look sunny in the video, look hot. They were going to play a little bit of water sports, you know maybe a little bit of polo, maybe a little race, or maybe just sit and laze at the side while they just cool off, you know. I need to cool down, heated, because they were heated. But things got really heated when these white people decided to go up to them with their big, big ages and drag them out the pool to the extent where they got violent with them. One of the white men, uh, who was three, four times the width And the height of this young black boy who looked about, I don't know, 10, maybe 11, and decided to take him by the throat with his hands, take him by the throat. Now, apparently, this was um, posted with, um, well, it's been all over the internet with uh, the comments saying that they didn't want any black people in the pool. I don't know what age they think they're living in. We're very much about to go into 2023 tomorrow. Yeah, I really don't understand what the fuck you thought you were doing. I don't understand what these people think they were doing. They didn't want black people in the pool. What age are you in? What year are you living in? It's disgusting. There was about four to six grown, grown, big, big men, white men, ganging up on these boys and using violence. And physical abuse. At the very end of 2022. Yet we still have people that come online going, oh, you know, racism, you know, it doesn't exist. It's not as bad as it was. It's not as bad as it would. This scene could easily be in a movie about race and racism from years and years, years, 50, 60, 100 years ago where this was normal. And it's still happening to this day. To this day. Big, big men gripsing up black boys by the pool. What if one of them slips and bumped the head? What if one of them... One, at one point in the video, one of the white men goes into the pool and puts the boy's head underwater. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's disgusting. And this is why I... This is another reason why I have this podcast to not just highlight issues like this and make you be aware, aware of it but to really break down that you know I don't know whether those young boys lived there whether they were on holiday there I have no idea but being black is still very very fucking dangerous at this level at this heightened level of explicit physical violence those boys weren't doing anything other than minding their business and wanting to get into a pool where anyone could go and they were subject to a, a horde of disgusting, unseasoned, unwashed men who then decided that they had the right to lay hands on them and, and you know, perpetuate physical violence onto their bodies. It's mad. In the same way that that white woman, um, whatever her name was, in the palace, thought that she could just touch that woman's hair and move it. Yes, it wasn't necessarily painful physically but that is still emotionally and psychologically damaging and abusive in the same way that this was psychologically and emotionally damaging but very much physical as well it's disgusting these things need to be realized so more people can be not just aware of it but start actually doing something about it like how the the fact that there was no one there to like attempt to even stop this and the fact that this hasn't been Big, big news. And it just gets washed under the carpets and washed under the rugs and moved to the side. It's crazy, which is why I have this platform so I can raise things like this because it bullshit like this still happens every single day. And then we wonder why we're angry. Why people are scared because of shit like this that happens all around the world. Every day. And this I only found on certain, like, black blogs that are quite small. It's not in, you know, your big, big daily mail. It's not on BBC News. You don't hear about these things unless you follow certain pages on Instagram or listen to certain podcasts or follow certain activists or whatnot. It's disgusting. So my belt goes to all of those men and their mothers and their mothers' mothers for being absolute dickheads and absolute cunts. How fucking dare you? You absolute bigot. It's vile and it makes me feel sick. And if, I know that this energy is going to continue through into 2023 because it's not going anywhere. Not enough is being done by the powers that be to not only acknowledge these kind of problems and these kind of issues, but more so to do something about it. <coughs> so, yeah, that is my belt this week to those absolute cunts. It makes me feel sick. I saw that. If you, I'm not even going to share a link because it's disgusting. No one needs to see it. Well, people need to see it, but I'm not gonna be the one to share share the images of that or the video because it, it's, it's tragic and it's sad and it's disgusting. <sighs> it just makes me so sad. Like that could have been my brother. That could have been my cousins. That could have been one of your cousins. Do you know what I mean? Just trying to enjoy. They weren't antagonizing anyone yet ended up being physically abused by a group of men double maybe triple their age and size it's disgusting it's disgusting and the fact that more things aren't being done about this or spoken about really infuriates me which is well which is why i'm nowhere near done with this podcast absolutely nowhere near done and if you're a white person listening to this or a, bl- or a black person or person of color whatever i i really do beg beg of you When these things happen or you see things like this, whether on this scale or a smaller scale, we need to come together and physically stand up and do something about it. I'm not saying you have to go and deck them if you do. I'm not going to say you are wrong for doing that. But we always get too scared that, oh, if it's just me... You know, nothing is going to make a difference. But you standing up is going to encourage someone else to stand up. It's going to encourage more to stand up. If we all continue to let this slide and only have them for it online on, 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 in our comments, it's just going to continue. It's just going to continue. And what burns me is I know if this was a group, if this was the other way around and it was a pool in in a part of South Africa where it was all blacks there and a white family went in there. And then the Blacks started to hold them out and be violent. It would be everywhere. And there would be sentences. There'd be harsh reality checks. You know, there'd be police. There'd be years behind bars. There'd be global coverage. But because it's young Black boys... Nothing. It gets on my nerves. It really, it gets on my nerves and it angers me. But yeah, that is my belt this week. <laughs> Uh, Well, normally I would say that's the end of the episode, but I want to add in a little something, something. I want to do off the cuff. This is completely off the cuff. I want to do a Melanin Magnificence of the Year. There's been many, 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 many Melanin Magnificence throughout the year in my life, in my personal life and in social media and in, in just the world. But seeing as it was so recent, I would like to give my Melanin Magnificence of the Year to Megan Pete, otherwise known as Megan the Stallion. And I use her real name because she's a real human being. She's a real black woman. She's a human being with feelings. I'm not, I don't want us to think about her as the artist that's twerking or doing whatever. I just want, her to, I want us to think about her as just a regular black girl. The black girl that studied, that came from not much, that worked her ass off to get an education, to get her career up and going. And whilst that was still going on, she was still going into uni and doing what she needed to do, who ended up being shot and slandered all over the papers, not believed by anyone, despite the amount of evidence who had to endure a backlash from black, brown, white, everyone. Not everyone, but people from all walks of life were just not believing her, not standing by her, not showing her support. And in fact, doing the complete opposite and further insulting, chastising and just being damn right fucking horrible to her online whilst undergoing probably one of the biggest things she's had to undergo publicly in front of the whole fucking world regarding this Tory Lane's case. Now, it came out that he was guilty. He's serving his time well done. Before and even to this day after that, she's still receiving bullshit and not the support that she needs. Yet she's continuously kept her cool online. She's probably had many a breakdowns I can only imagine behind closed doors. But she's kept her cool online. She's kept composure, kept her dignity and to a certain extent had to or felt the need to, you know, play into the trope of the strong black woman. Which I don't know how, if that's had a positive effect on her. But it's something that she's had, she's felt the need to do. She's won the case. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad and I'm, I'm glad that, and I really do hope and pray that that brings her some kind of closure. But for the, this has been going on now for the past year. She's not once come online to talk shit. Not really even in her music, despite the countless niggas like Drake, all these all these people that have come on, to, on, on their music talking shit about her. Yet these same motherfuckers are getting cussed out by other men, but don't want to chat shit about them. They've got all the energy for a black woman, you know, who is none of their business. But that's neither here nor there. She's kept it classy. She's kept it. She's Like I said, she's kept it cool. When she could have, and I don't want to say should have, but she easily could have and had every right to come out and cuss people for being vindictive, for making her life hell when it was already difficult. She's continued to hold her head up high, continue with her career, continue doing what she needs to do to survive. And she's done so with such grace. And even after she won, she could have gone online and been like, yeah, fuck you, motherfuckers. No, she's just kept it graceful. She's really kept it graceful. And I can only imagine what that would have been like for her, having the industry, randoms around the world online, cussing her out and just... While she's in pain, while she's suffering, the the girl was shot in her foot. Imagine if that was one of your sisters, one of your friends, someone you care about. And you shouldn't even really have to imagine her being someone you care about. It's just a human being that was shot in the foot that then had to not be believed, despite the overwhelming evidence of it all. So my melanin magnificence goes to Megan Pete. For... For, for, for surviving this last year. Because anxiety and depression is a real bitch. And can have people doing things that they. That they shouldn't be doing to their bodies. Or to themselves. To their, to their mental health. It goes to her for, for, for surviving. For, for, for surviving and, and coming to the end of this. And seeing it through. Despite what bullshit you motherfuckers threw against her. My melanin magnificence go to you, girl, because not only am I glad that you've made it at the other end and justice has been served. But you've been, uh, unfortunately, an example that despite being one of the most successful artists of the year, being so famous, having such power, such reach. That despite all of this evidence that was piled up in your favor the world still didn't believe you and still threw bullshit at you despite the shitstorm you were already going through. And I hope that, I hope that people can see that if Megan, Megan Peake, Megan the Stallion, didn't have that support, what about all the young black girls that don't even report this kind of shit, that aren't, you know, famous rappers? That aren't working with Coach and all these different brands that don't have the reach, that don't have covers on magazines, that names that whose names isn't a household name, that don't have record labels behind them and money behind them. What about those black girls? What happens there? And unfortunately, she's been the person to bring this issue to light and survive it on on the on the other end. So my melanin magnificence goes to you, Queen, for handling this in a way that I could never. Because I'm jumping on Instagram live and doing up Cardi B and cussing all you motherfuckers out. I'd have cussed Drake out. I would have cussed, what's that little, little, one little Sutton motherfucker. I would have cussed him out. I would have cussed. I would have come online, probably cried. I would have come online drunk. I would have, I would have, I don't even know but you handled it so well, sis. And I'm so deeply sorry that you had to go through this and are still going through this. But I want you to know if you're listening to this (laughs) and every other black girl listening to this that could be in a situation similar or maybe in a situation similar to this, that you are loved and you are supported and there are people out there that will stand by you. Okay? Melanin magnificence goes to you of 2022 Megan Pete for, for just for being magnificent. <sighs> now I can't go giving a melanin magnificence of the year without giving a belt of the year, honey. Right. My belt of 2022 goes out to people that in this age are still refusing to accept things such as accountability, humility, yet meet meet with gaslighting with open arms and just don't learn shit. I'm speaking for people in my life And that I see online as well, doing exhibiting this kind of behaviour. Like this Andrew Tate that I gave the belt to. He seems to be not having any sense of fucking accountability and shit like that. But has got all the vim for gaslighting, for for, for just pure waywardness. Anyone this year that has perpetuated that kind of behaviour and continued to do so repeatedly without any kind of growth. You motherfuckers get the belt. Because you, you really are the devil's... You are the devil's advocate. You are the devil's right-hand man. And you are doing nothing but bringing people absolute misery, anxiety, and trauma for no reason. Because you're a fucking waste man. Because you don't want to better yourself. Because you think of no one else but yourself. Your own feelings. Selfish people, ultimately. Yeah? People like that get the belt. From your Tory lanes. From, your fam- from certain family members, from people that thought you, you, you were their friends, from people in your workplace, all of you men that have no sense of accountability and no desire to think about others, you will get the belt. And in 2023, you're not going to like me. In the words of T.S. Madison, you are not going to like me. In 2023. Because these are things that I am no longer dealing with. And I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care if we're family, if we're blood related, I don't give a fuck if we're colleagues, if you if if you're one of my employers, I don't care if I'm fucking you. I don't care if you're my best friend. I don't give a fuck. Because if you're if you're doing that and moving like that with, with me into in big big 2023, you're you're not going to like me and you're not going to like what happens because gone are the days, gone are the days and been gone are the days where I put up with that shit. I ain't got time for it. we got one life. One life. And in every second that I'm on this earth, I'll be damned if I'm going to be subject to you not wanting to, to take accountability for your actions, yet want to gaslight me into thinking I'm doing X, Y and Z wrong. When is you, fam? That's, motherfuckers like that, be prepared for 2023. Be prepared, because like I said, you're not going to like me. And I really implore other people to take up the belt too, to people like that in their lives. And once you've given the belt, leave them to go on with their, with their lives. I'm not saying if you want to say sorry that I'm, 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 I'm going to ignore you or whatnot. No, I'm going to take it on board. But gone are the days of chances, bruv. Gone are the days. One, two, and then third, gone, bye. Bye-bye. You motherfuckers get the belt. I hope you learn. If you've got someone in your life that's like this, let them know. Maybe give them one small, small chance because, you know, we like a bit of grace. One small chance. But if it happens again, bye. And I'm shutting the door. If you want to knock on it and, and say, you, you, you know, you're, you're sorry, yeah, I will hear you're out. And I'll keep you at bay. But as soon as I get a whiff, as soon as I get a whiff of that bullshit, you're gone again. You're gone. Because it's my life. <laughs> it's my life. And 2023, I'm going to enjoy. So my belt goes out to all them cunts over the last year that have been doing nothing but gaslighting, fueling my anxiety and the anxiety of other people around them when they don't even care for them. They don't even care deep down. Yet We're trying to keep them comfortable and keep them happy and allowing them to exist in our realm, in our life, Meanwhile, they're just acting like absolute donkeys. And that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry it was late. Uh, It was meant to be on Wednesday, but I've been sick as a dog, honey. Sick as a dog and busy. Uh, But it's out today on the 31st of January. I hope you all have a great New Year's Eve and a great time, I want you to all drink and smoke responsibly, but I still want you to get turned the fuck up because we deserve, it's it been a long fucking year hun, it's been a long year, but we're going to step into a new one with nothing but positivity, affirmations, our heads switched on, and our hearts open, it's hard, it's hard, but we, we deserve it, so I hope you're enjoying your pre-drinks. So if you're listening to this when you're pre-drinking or wh- whenever you're listening to this, enjoy it. You deserve. Um, and I want to say a really big thank you. You know, this this podcast came back this year and towards the end of the year, November, we came back for my birthday. And it's, 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 st- it's still been tough. It's still been tough to do. Can't lie. I'd be lying. I said it's been an absolute walk in the park. There's days when it's easy and days when it's hard. But I really want to give a big thanks to all, the, all of you listeners that tune in every week, especially, especially to those that either we share on their, on their, um, in, in their Instagram or their social media or just with their friends and to the ones that reach out to me personally, either it's, whether it's my personal Instagram account or on Get The Belt to let me know how certain things either resonated with them, whether it made them laugh or just saying thanks for bringing it back. Like it really, it really fuels me and it really motivates me to come back on this mic each week and talk about things uh, so yeah I really do appreciate all of you I really do because it's not easy and yeah like you don't have to listen to me chat and shit more times I come off thinking was that good I call my friends or my cousin I let them have a little listen for I don't even know I don't even know and you know you guys let me know that you enjoy it and that makes me that makes me feel proud of what I do so thanks Ah, <laughs> oh, well everyone have a great new year's I hope you enjoyed this episode And I'm excited to get into the studio again next year. I want to switch things up. Please remember to write into the show if you've got questions. If you want to have a question asked. If you've got a dilemma. If you want to give someone melanin magnificence. If you want to give someone the belt, girl, boy, non-binary, have you identify. uh, Write into uh, contact at getthebeltpod.com. That is contact at getthebeltpod.com. That's the email. Or drop us a DM. Send a little voice. note, like I said before, and I'll play it out loud so you can have your voice on the show as well and yes i will catch you all in 2023 remember the word of the week remember that the belt of 2022 we're not having these people in our lives this year Graf. nothing but nice things okay Ah, oh, well this is the podcast that is home of melanin magnificence and the kingdom of belts my name is miles hart and i am your host and you have been listening to get the belt